So I cut off a piece of the zucchini and I taste it. And, <laughs> and it's a cucumber? It's a Is cucumber. That- <laughs> You're listening to Paleo Pip Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pip Talk and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number five, the one about veggie noodles. Now, one thing really quick. I know that the last time we said our next episode was going to be about Gilmore Girls, But we decided to have a normal episode on Monday and then have an extra special bonus episode for you guys that's going to come out on Wednesday so that you can listen to it and get ready for your amazing Gilmore Girls party. And that is going to be coming out Wednesday. So we're going to have our episode today about Zoodles. So excited. And then Wednesday will be Gilmore Girls. So just wanted to clear up any confusion that you may have. Yay, veggie noodles. Woohoo! We love veggie noodles. They're so delicious. And it's fun because they're still just the plain old veggies, but they taste different in noodles. <laughs> I know. I think it's a total brain trick because <laughs> when I make zucchini noodles, I'm like, oh, I'm eating noodles tonight. Like, I don't think about it as I'm eating my veggies. But then if you really think about it, it's like, okay, this is really cool because I'm eating my veggies for the day, but my brain just thinks I'm eating noodles. <laughs> that you have in pasta. Yep. Yeah. And pasta. that's why they're so flexible. Oh, I know. And there's so many different kinds. And, you know, one of the, you introduced me to these. Oh, really? Um, because I, I had no idea oh. about the, you know, noodles. I, well, um, you were doing the zucchini noodles mm-hmm. that they call zoodles. You were doing those. You had called me one time and asked if I'd ever had them, and I had never had them. Um, I never even thought about it. And then um, we got spiralizers. Well, yeah, and you got me the coolest spiralizer. I started with a, a starter spiralizer, which is one of the handheld ones where you, you know, just put the zucchini through and it comes out the other end and you just hand manually Uh do it but then you got me the super fancy spiralizer which like totally changed my life because there's like five (laughs) different kinds of blades and they can be thick and they can be thin and they can be anything you want and it's literally i'm not kidding if i timed it probably takes 15 seconds to spiralize like one zucchini right i know and um and you were when I know one of the things we'll talk about tonight is how they can be such a replacement for comfort foods uh, yes. used for that. And, you know, I, I again, I'm on a truck. I can't make those kind of meals on the truck. Um, I tend to be more just 
plain old veggies and a protein, and it, it does get a little bit boring. Uh, and it's fun to have my vegetable. I like to do beets. That's a biggie for me is beet salad, just mm -hmm. raw beets. And it's so much fun when they're in little curlicues. Oh, my gosh, I know. Yeah, it's just it just makes it more. It makes your food fun. It's like playing with your food. <laughs> and it's so pretty because you can yes. make this vegetable salad for when guests come over. It doesn't matter if they're paleo or not. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's a beautiful salad. Yeah, they will never know. And it's so I love seeing pictures on Instagram. I always look at them of people making zoodles and their different kinds of spiralized salads, like you said. And they're so pretty. They're totally Instagrammable. Um, so let's go through some of the veggies, Chelsea, that you use or that you know about. And I'll add some if I have some. But that to to because I know people are probably saying, but what would you use to make these? So. Let's well, we'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, the very first kind of not noodle noodle that I made was with spaghetti squash. Yep. Which was super fun because I had no idea that was actually a thing. Um, and I didn't even know a spaghetti squash existed, but... You take it and you cut it in half and then you put some olive oil in it and bake it for a while. And then you take a fork and start to scrape it out and they come out like little, very thin noodles. <laughs> it's just like so spaghetti. Fun. Yeah, it's just like spaghetti, just like the name. Yeah. Um, and so that doesn't use the spiralizer, but it's noodles. Yeah, it that does not noodles. use a spiralizer, but it's a very fun thing to do, and they taste so yummy, so that's a fun one. That's the first one I ever made was the spaghetti squash. Oh, I remember the night you called me, and you were like, why have we never made spaghetti <laughs> I, <know. laughs> spaghetti, I was like, uh, how is it possible squash. that I'm 23 and I've never heard of this before? <laughs> and I had, I'd heard of it, but I had never made it before. I'm, I ha I will admit I am not a big pasta person. I'm, I don't really need to substitute pastas and stuff like that, but I still enjoy, you know, but I, it's just yeah. not something I go out and do. And you like the comfort foods more and have missed that more in your diet of paleo. And so it's been exciting to see you find ways to have all of that. Yeah. That are healthy. Yeah. And I think it's great. And I was, I was like, boy, I feel like I, uh, deprived you of, <laughs> spaghetti squash. of the vegetable noodle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So well, now what did you put, um, on your spaghetti noodle or your spaghetti squash? Okay. Well, Let's talk about the different kinds because I have this, like, whole thing that I want to talk about, about okay. toppings. Perfect. Perfect. It's like a whole little thing. So I first found the spaghetti squash, and then I found the zoodle. Actually, I might have found the sweet potato noodle first, but they're about the same. So the zoodle, if you don't know what zoodle means, it's zucchini noodle. It's a great fun little word, a zoodle. Um, and so the zoodle is... I mean, it's so easy to cook. You just spiralize however way you have it. If you have one of those little, you can get one of those manual spiralizers at like the drugstore for like $10 or Walmart, anywhere like that. Um, we have a fancy spiralizer that my mom, of course, got me because she's the best. And it has like five different blades. It's like the ultimate spiralizer. Um, it has a and slicing blade on it too. Yeah, it has a slicing, slicing blade. I mean, yeah. it literally could spiralize anything you can imagine. Um, 
Although I do have a funny story about the spiralizing <laughs> that I haven't told you. <laughs> um, the other day I went to Whole Foods and I was getting, I've been eating a lot of zucchini noodles. So I was getting my zucchinis. I was really excited to have zucchini noodles and I got, I had made this pesto that I'll tell you about. So I get home and I put the zucchini in the spiralizer and I start spiralizing it and it's like not spiralizing. It's like just water is like coming out of it. It's in like little chunks. Like it's so bad. And I'm like, what is going on with the zucchini? And I'm like looking at the zucchini and I'm like, what is so wrong with this? So I'm like cranking the thing. It's not working. Like I try both sides. It's like nothing is coming out. It won't do it. And I'm like, what is going on? So I cut off a piece of the zucchini. And I taste it. And, <laughs> and it's a cucumber? It's a Is that... cucumber. <laughs> oh my gosh. So someone was really mean and put cucumbers where the zucchinis were at Whole Foods. <laughs> oh my gosh. So don't ever yeah. try to spiralize a cucumber because it's not going to work. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, you have to spiralize something that's they have to it has to be like hard or solid, like root vegetables or squash or something that's hard that doesn't have seeds in the it has to have a solid center. Yeah, right. Also <laughs> not cucumber. That is funny. So what did you do? Well, I just was sad because I couldn't yeah. have them. So I just cut up the cucumber to put it in a salad, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> is funny yeah so <laughs> you know lesson learned so now lesson i always learned. check the ends to make sure that it's a zucchini a zucchini and not oh a cucumber gosh. that is funny yeah but okay so the other things you can spiralize like i was saying is sweet potato um yeah. that's another great thing to spiralize uh, you can make lots of things with that. Like I said in an earlier podcast, you can do like the whole eggs in a nest thing with uh, mm-hmm. sweet potatoes and eggs and bake them that yeah. way. But it's yeah. fun because they're spiralized. But um, yeah, I actually, there's a company, they're called the Veggie Noodle Company, and mm-hmm. they sell. <laughs> It's actually pretty cool. I've, I've never bought them, but just because it, I have a spiralizer, so it's so simple for me. But I would buy them otherwise. I think we actually talked about this. They make yeah. the zucchini noodles and the sweet potato noodles. And But I just thought when you said this, they also make beet noodles. Well, and remember we talked about was that from the vegetable ground down and then made into a powder? Oh, and so I checked squeezed. it out because you okay. did say that. So I'm reporting back that it's actually not. It is a oh, spiralized... <laughs> Uh, sweet potato. Cool. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yep. Yay. Yeah. So we answered our own question on that. We did. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and you can do carrots. Um, oh, I never thought about carrots. You can do carrots. You can do yellow squash. Uh, beets are really good. Beets are good raw. I, I always I can't had, say you know, I've ever... Beets. I don't know if They're I've ever just eaten raw. a beet. Way better than cooked. Ew. They're very sweet. And it's delicious. I eat them every week, every day. Actually, I have beets every day. Um, 
uh, for a, a gallbladder thing that I have going on. I'm having beets and every beets day. help with that. Yeah, it's huh. really good for that. Um, also, there's a kind of a new vegetable out called kohlrabi. What uh, is K-O- that? It's K O H L R A B I. It's kind of a new kind of a. It's a root vegetable, but people, it's kind of a big thing out. You see it a lot. It's, is it pop, uh, like one of those popular ones? You know, one of those popular vegetables. <laughs> it's a root, kohlrabi, and it works. And it, they say it's a really, I haven't had it yet, but they say it's a really good pasta substitute. Really? So, yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm going to have to look for that one. Yeah. That's cool. So, now you started to say, and then you uh, got interrupted by your fun story, which was priceless, <laughs> um, about toppings. Oh, yes. So, I want to talk about toppings. Because I'm actually, so to back up a little, for all of my Paleo Pep Talk followers and friends, I'm actually working right now on a awesome, awesome freebie to make your meal planning super easy. And Mm -hmm. it has kind of my philosophy about how I think about putting meals together because contrary to a lot of... um, things that you see on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, Mm. I don't think the easiest way is to sit and think about a gazillion things that you need for a recipe, and (laughs) there's other ways to do it. So uh, this is kind of a quick explanation of that, but I have, I am a condiment person. I'm not like crazy condiments or anything, and they're all paleo condiments, but like I have pesto all the time in my fridge that I either made or I buy. I have... um, the Tessame's uh, creamy ranch that just came out. Oh my gosh. It's literally one of the best paleo things <laughs> that has ever been created. I have that. I mean, I always have olive oil, coconut oil. Um, I usually have some sort of red sauce. I actually got a um, a tomato basil pesto. Oh, so it was made from basil. tomatoes um, that yeah. I found at Whole Foods that was really good. And then I also just recently saw a a butternut I didn't buy it but a butternut squash sauce I was going to look into mm-hmm. making it because oh, yeah. that sounded really good it had heavy cream in it but I just thought you could substitute it with coconut milk probably oh absolutely coconut cream yeah coconut cream yeah. so oh, I, yeah. I wanted to look into making that because that sounds so good but if you have those like basic things like mm-hmm. I don't I just like think about like okay I'm gonna have zoodles and then I have like I can make 20 different things out of the zoodles. And if If I have, have like, protein, I always am going to have protein, too. So I have, like, chicken or I have ground beef or I have, you know, like, salami or salmon, whatever it may be. Um, I have all of that. So I kind of just, you know, pick my – I know I want to have zoodles, and then I pick some protein, and I pick a topping, and then I put it together, and it's this delicious meal. Um, so I do all of those kind of toppings and one of my favorite recipes that I found, this will be on the blog that I've been making a ton recently is this, uh, homemade pesto, but it's made with avocado and it is so creamy and delicious. Oh Oh my gosh. It's so, so good. I'm obsessed with it. I make it all the time. All the time. Oh my gosh, I want to see that recipe. You didn't tell me about that. Well, it's on my website. I have it on my website (laughs) under. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Under my favorite dinners, it's on there. Um, Really good. Oh, another good protein to have is like meatballs, like meatballs with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, uh, Actually, there's some, a few great brands that have paleo meatballs. Um, Blinsky's 
Adeli's. I don't know how to say that. I'm probably butchering the name, but you guys know what I'm talking about if if you hear me say that. Um, and then there's also, uh, actually, Applegate has some, I think, too, as well. Some of them are, like, chicken meatballs, but I have some of those around sometimes. I also make breakfast stuff with those. But um, those are really good with zoodles, too. Um, anyway, so I've been having that pesto avocado pesto and it's so good and you're getting your fat in from the avocado it's awesome so you got your fat from the avocado your veggies from your zoodles and then whatever protein you have it's like a perfect meal yeah oh absolutely and doing you know your veggies in with the spiralized or the uh noodled vegetables um Usually you do put some kind of good olive oil or an avocado oil or something, you know, on them too. I do for salad, for a salad. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get your fat that way too. So yeah. Having, or, and when Mm -hmm. I cook them, okay, so we can talk about cooking them for a sec because there's kind of a little, with the zoodles, you don't want to overcook them because they get Mm -hmm. watery because all the water starts coming out of the, the zucchini, which You know, I, of course, learned the hard way. So I'm telling you so that you don't have to do that. But you only cook them for about six minutes is, like, Mm -hmm. the max that I've heard. And I, like, douse them in either coconut oil or olive oil, whatever you want, avocado oil. Um, I do some oregano, some garlic. Sometimes I have this really great pizza seasoning that sometimes I put on it. That's another part of my meal planning is always having great spices around because you can make something taste completely different with your spices. Um, You could put some onion in and you just cook it all for about five, six minutes and then add in your sauce, your protein, and you're good to go. And also, now this is something that I haven't done yet, but um, am planning on doing. In fact, I may even, I might get a chance tomorrow when I'm home, but um, is... We have talked about our air fryer, and I think yes. that we it's a new, you know, we've just had those a short time, so yeah. we haven't had a lot of experimenting, but I'm thinking this, like the sweet potato, even the zucchini noodles, but the sweet potato noodles, any of those, I think they will hold up really well in there because of the I air frying. I so have thought about crispy. that. Yeah, it'll keep them crispy, and so I think that throwing them in that basket with or without an oil will actually cook those and help them hold their you know curl they'd kind of be like little onion ring things like you get on salads almost yeah because they'd be crispy that's another thing to try Ooh! oh my gosh i'm so excited that's such air fryer such a good purchase i know i've been (laughs) i've been using the air fryer to do salmon uh little salmon uh, you have and stuff i haven't done the salmon yet but it's quick right Oh, it's it's so quick, and at Costco I get the the Alaskan king salmon or wild sockeye salmon, whatever it is, already cut up in slices. It's like flash frozen on the boat, and I actually um, don't even thaw it. I take it out. Of you the just freezer. put it in the air fryer. I, I I I preheat the air fryer, and then I take it out and I put it in, and I put it on the um, ten minutes. The air, you know, I think the fish showed six to 10 minutes or something on the air fryer. And I put it in, I think it was 10 minutes and from frozen to fully cooked in 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I got to try that. Delicious. It's like delicious. Yeah. And I put the, my sister actually told me about, she listened to our podcast on the coconut aminos and she told me that she puts the coconut aminos on, uh, 
the both the soy and the teriyaki on salmon, which I had never. I would of never think of that, that. Aunt Debbie. Fish. Wow. Delicious. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Update yes. on the coconut aminos. We'll have to try yeah. that. So, yeah. Uh, so that was delicious. Yep. Fun. Um, okay. Now I have a question for you because I'm not sure about this. Okay. Uh, I know that you have made a macaroni and cheese substitute <gasps> since we're talking about vegetable zoodles yes. really for a lot of us other than just making our veggies look pretty. It's also a substitute for pasta. Yes. Um, and I know you've made that. Now, what did you use for that? Okay, so actually, if you really, really, really want something that is like an actual pasta, which that day I really wanted mac and cheese for some reason. I can't remember. Um, there's a brand. You could you you could 100% do this with zucchini noodles or sweet, probably sweet potato noodles would be best. But there is a brand that's called Capello's, okay. and they actually make... Paleo, fettuccine, and linguine. Oh, my gosh. And it's in the frozen section. It's at all Whole Foods I've ever gone to, but (laughs) that's not saying much because I'm in New York. So I don't know about (laughs) other places. I know they're very popular, though, because I see them on Instagram all across the country all the time. And you Mm -hmm. can also order it. Um, But it's called Capello's, and they make... They're, they are they're noodles. Like, mm-hmm. it's like having fettuccine noodles. And they yeah. all also make gnocchi. Is that how you say it? G-N-O-C-H-I. Oh, ganache. <laughs> oh, ganache. I think it's ganache. Ganache? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's ganache. They also make... <laughs> I don't know gnocchi. how to say that word. Gnocchi. I mean, I could be wrong, too. Somebody let us know, yeah, but I think that's ganache. They ganache. also make pizza, like pizza crust... Paleo pizza crust, and I've never seen this. I don't believe it really exists, but apparently it does. They also make paleo cookie dough. Wow. This yeah, I well, don't know. Yeah, but you could make paleo cookies because well, you could do. Yeah, I you do. Know. You could totally do that. But I mean, it'd be kind of fun to have some frozen paleo cookie yeah. dough. Well, I have to stop right now and just say Martha would be so proud when <laughs> when she talks about the ganache, you know. <laughs> Because you can do, I don't know, and I haven't done the ganache, but there are, I don't know all what that, I know it's a kind of pasta or whatever, but <laughs> she would, I know how much you love Martha, and she would be so proud that you called it uh, ganoki. <laughs> I'm sorry, Martha. <laughs> sorry, Martha. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... Okay, well, anyway, okay, so... Okay, so is that what you did, though? When I, I made the mac and cheese, you. I did use the fettuccine noodles because okay. I wanted it to be, like, real as possible. Um, okay. They're made... I think they're made from almond flour. I'm okay. pretty sure. So I use that, but um, that is another thing that you could make. So the mac and cheese sauce, though, is made um, from... I don't remember exactly everything in it. I know there was ghee... And there was a lot of vegetables. There was carrots and there was uh, onion. I will put the recipe on the blog so you guys can find it. Um, but the cheesy part was that it was um, cashews. So you That's soak right. cashews, cashews in water overnight. Yeah. I'm lazy. I didn't actually do it overnight because I couldn't wait. So I did it for probably about four hours and it still worked. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so you, do the, you blend up the cashews in the magic bullet or the food processor, whatever you have. 
Right. And um, it makes like a cheese. I've also used that same cheese to make a lasagna before. And it oh, really, really is an amazing substitute. It's really good. I don't know if you can, that's something you can buy or if you just have to make it. But it's it's super easy to make. You just have to let yeah. them sit in water and then blend them up. Um, so that well, I think was it's what always the, funner to make it because, you're, you know, you're creating this, you know, one of the fun things about paleo is you're actually getting in, you're digging in with your food, you're, you know, you're learning what's in. You can go buy a box, something or other, which you never know what's in it. But when you make this stuff, you actually know oh, yeah. what is in your meal. And it's fun. I think it's know? fun. And I think, I mean, I, I know not fun. all people think it's fun, but... Um, I think but it's that's like, our job. That's what we're trying to do is yeah, hello. make it fun. Doesn't it sound so, so fun? You go, Don't you yay. like totally want to come bake in a kitchen with us? Like it would be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, anyway, so yeah, the cashew cheese is a great mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, so I'll put the recipe up, but that is how I made the mac and cheese. And it was okay. so delicious. Oh, my gosh. It was a great substitute. It totally, totally got my craving. Now, what about the lasagna? Did you buy lasagna, paleo noodles no, for the lasagna? No, I made the the noodles from zucchinis. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. my gosh. The lasagna was so good. I will also put that recipe up because it's so good and easy. I mean, it's just like a normal lasagna, so I just got a red sauce um, yeah. and a... It was zucchinis with the... The cheese was really all I had to make, and then it was ground beef, so... And, yeah. like, spices up the wazoo. So it was so yeah. good. Yeah. It tasted well, just cool. like lasagna. Well, and you um, you have more opportunity than I do. You live in New York. You work for a magazine where you guys do a lot of different kind of where people bring in meals yeah. and things like that. And so I, I think it's cool. Every time you've done that, nobody has known that what you brought in was paleo. <laughs> I know. I tricked them. I'll tell my, like my friends that it's paleo at work, but like normal people just don't know. Last, we had a fall festival and I made a sweet potato pie or no. Yeah. No pumpkin. I made a yeah, pumpkin pie. A pumpkin pie. Yeah. yeah. I just made a pumpkin pie, which is very easy to make paleo because I mean, it's yeah. pumpkin. <laughs> I just made the crust, basically, which was super simple. But then I also took in my whipped cream maker, and I made the coconut pumpkin whipped cream that we talked about. And hopefully you guys saw on my Instagram if you didn't go check it out because it's amazing. Um, And uh, everyone loved the whipped cream. My pie was the first pie gone, and (laughs) no one even knew that they were being healthy. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I fun. I think that's fun. Yeah. I look forward to trying. Um, I was actually glad that we were doing this episode now because it is fall and people do want a little bit more of the comforty foods and, you know, and things like that. And actually, zucchini is out, the butternut squash, the yellow squash. They're all out now, you know. I mean, fresh. Out yeah. Now. I I'm think they're out all the time, but I think they're obsessed a fall vegetable. With butternut squash lately. You've been seeing a lot. I know. I've become obsessed with it. I didn't realize how good it was. It's so good. So good. So good. So good. And, you know, so I'm looking forward to trying some of this, especially, like I said, even the butternut squash, I'd never really thought of spiralizing. So you can (laughs) spiralize? Yes. You can spiralize a butternut squash. Yeah. Yeah. Butternut squash is very large. (laughs) 
Like when you buy well, them, they're very big. How do you do that? Do you think? You well, you might have to find a smaller one or um, they're so big. Cut it, maybe. I'm not sure. It was on the list when I. I guess if you at... cut it into like chunks. Chunks. Yeah. yeah. You could spiralize because I think it. it said anything you'd want to do in a, like a spiralizer. I don't know about all of the different machinery, but for the spiralizer in particular, it has to be about an inch and a half around like in dia- uh, diameter mm-hmm. and then about two inches long so it'll fit in the the bracket that holds it and allow yeah. you to you know turn it and it has to be solid so that's what I would do with anything like that is probably cut it up yeah into know, pieces yeah it, but, you know it would be actually yeah. really good with the butternut squash is you could kind of make a dessert noodle dish oh my and gosh, you could yeah, do you could. wait I just got an idea you could do butternut squash with um like a uh, warm apples and oh, cinnamon. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like some coconut cream. Oh yes. It'd be like definitely. a dessert. That might be kind of good. Ooh, that sounds really good. You could even put like shredded coconut in. You could almost make like a pudding, like a puree. Yeah. Uh, like a pudding with a butternut squash type thing, you know. Ooh, that's such a good idea. I mean, I don't know if that just sounds good to me. <laughs> I, but um No, I think that sounds awesome. It would have a nice substance, you know, to it. Yeah. Ooh. That would be good. Yeah. I'm sure that there would be a really fun Thanksgiving dessert that you could make out of butternut squash that uses, like you say, cinnamon, coconut. Oh, yeah. Um, There's got to be. There's got to be something. Numb. Yeah. Well, and is it the butternut squash that they, you can cut off and use as the bowl part of it? Is that the one some people use like that? Or I think that I... it's a lot of different ones. I think you can do that with that. You can do that with a pumpkin. You can oh, do yeah, that with true. spaghetti mm-hmm. squash. Yeah. I think there's a lot you can do with that. Yeah. But, um, but again, we're talking squishing it. But, yeah, no, the butternut squash is listed as something that you can do the with the spiralizer. So. Okay, well, I'm going to have to try that one. That's a new one. I I know it is a new one. I'm just looking at the list here and see, and you know, and like I said before, I do a salad with beets and carrots, and I I think I'm gonna try this kohlrabi because you can actually do that. Um, I believe you can do that raw also. In fact, I know you can because we get a salad mix that has it in it, um, and do that in the salad. And again, that's how I do a lot of mine. It just looks pretty, and then I just put. Either an olive oil or uh, I've been using avocado oil a lot and I use sea salt, a little sprinkle sea salt, and then I mm-hmm. use um, some kind of vinegar, you know, on it. Yeah, that salad, sounds great. You know, for the salads you're seeing, they're delicious, but they're just fun, fun looking. Yeah. It makes it more, you know, especially if you're entertaining over the holidays, you could make the most beautiful salad with mm-hmm. the, re- the red of a beet and then a real green, you know, uh, zucchini. You could eat zucchini raw too. Oh, yeah. You know, but you could do some different veggies and make a, a really beautiful salad. You know, there's a lot. Yeah, that's a great idea. That you can do. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I'm know, so excited. No reason to feel left out on there because the, again, the taste of the foods, um, instead of having them all swallowed up in, you know, a lot of the pre- the pre-prepared stuff mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, the, the taste gets lost. I mean, oh, totally. like I said, I had never thought of raw beets and I am loving them. Yeah. I mean, literally, I have a hard time getting through my day anymore without <laughs> having that raw beet. It is so good. Wow. And you've got to try it, Chelsea. Yeah, I got to try it. It's so different than cooked beets. A lot of people do not like the taste of. They're kind of earthy. Um, 
And some people, they're they're either people like them or they don't. Yeah. But raw beet is good. Okay. It is good. Yeah. And the okay. beets are sweet. They're a sweet uh, vegetable. So, but no. Definitely. Well, that's a new one. We're going to have to try. Yep. Well, we learned all about delicious new salads that we can make. The kohlrabi. Is that kohlrabi? right? Kohlrabi. Mm-hmm. Um, zoodles, zucchini noodles, which will be your new best friend for your pasta substitute. And all the fun ways that you can make your zoodles with your different toppings, your different proteins. Lots and lots of different meals that you can make there. Lots and lots and lots. Oh, um, yes. And the sweet potato noodles and the spiralizers are so fun. You should definitely, if you're going to be paleo and do that whole thing, a spiralizer is a good kitchen tool, I think, to have. I'll put on the site the one that we both have that we love. And it's a good investment, I think, to have is something that you can just whip up some of these fun meals when you want to. Yes. And it makes you look like you're just like this fancy chef. Well, yeah, you're basically Martha Stewart. It's fine. Basically. (laughs) I mean, you could do, you could, oh my gosh, Chelsea, I know we're wrapping this up, but I just had this total vision of this beautiful roast turkey with all around it spiralized root vegetables and carrots. That would be so pretty. Yes. Around it instead of just boring looking vegetables. Yeah. That's such a good idea. That would be beautiful. Okay. Well, if anyone does that, let us know. Take a picture and send it to (laughs) us. Take a picture. In fact, take pictures of anything that you do. If you've never even thought of making these noodles, uh, vegetable noodles and stuff, please take pictures and send to uh, Chelsea. Well, you Chelsea, you give them the where to send them to. Yeah, yeah. You can send anything and all questions to hello at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or on our website at paleopeptalk.com slash the podcast. Yay. Awesome. Yeah, we'd, I'd love to see what people are making. Yeah, what you guys are making. And do not forget about our super special episode. We are so excited about our Gilmore Girls episode that is going to be a special bonus coming out this Wednesday in two days. You don't want to miss it because obviously you want to have the best Gilmore Girls party around. So don't forget about that. We will send you a reminder. Make sure you listen to that and have an awesome rest of your week. We will see you on Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk and you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement and of course join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com and very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 